0: Both hailing from parts unknown at a combined weight of 501 pounds. They are the Morning Rush Hour World Tag Team Champions. They have no fear, no back down, just a couple of gutsy guys. No one will take those MRH World Tag titles from these men. It's Taz, it's the Moose, illustrious champions, right here every day on CBS Sports Radio.
2: You know what's every day, Moose and Taz Talking about every sport, you know that they never missing the play From the NBA to the of thunder college games They always bring in the knowledge, nobody ever can try to go stop it. Only me talking the truth, only me talking the truth, hey
0: Taz the Moose with you here on this Monday morning, coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage by Quick and Load Studios. Home is so much more than a house. It's the home of your dreams. And for 30 years, they've been making it better. Rocket Mortgage. Push button. Get mortgage. As we talked a little bit about the Patriots, we didn't really drill down all that much on their uh, loss last night in Houston against the Texans. And... You know, number one, give Bill O'Brien the Texans a lot of credit. Um, you know that we've been here before, Taz, where they've had a big game against the New England Patriots and they've come up empty when Matt Schaub was the starter. When uh, you know Deshaun Watson and they didn't play particularly well, the Patriots had their way and they said, "Oh, look at this, we were fooled once again by the Houston Texans." And last night. Down in Houston, uh, you saw them play a very, very good football game on Sunday night. A dominant game, 21 28 twenty-eight-nine at one point in time. Win the game, twenty-eight, uh, twenty-two. That is your final, uh, and that is a statement game for that Texans franchise. It really is, and and just maybe we're seeing kind of a you know a little bit of a, a changing of the guard. You know, sometimes maybe it doesn't have to hit you with a blowout loss. Maybe it has to hit you with the the, the kind of a I would say a little bit of seepage from the Patriots, and you've seen that this year. The yeah, offense yeah. doesn't look nearly what it once did. They miss Gronkowski; uh, they don't look dynamic at all. They don't have a lot of playmakers on offense aside from Julian Edelman. They can't win it—you uh, know—run the ball as effectively as they once did. Uh, they've had a couple big games this year, and they've lost both of them. And I would say the Raven game obviously was a much bigger game than the game last night, but still, the Pats were in prime control. To be the number one seed in the AFC, have the all the playoffs go through Foxborough, uh, come playoff time, uh, and that's no longer the case. As they're sitting here now with two losses at ten and two on the season, your Buffalo Bills are nipping at their heels as they won impressively on Thanksgiving Day down in Dallas against the Cowboys, and 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 now you've got a, a scenario where. If they uh if the season ended today they'd have to go through
1: Baltimore uh in order to make it to the Super Bowl once again. Yeah. I know. It's um and listen Brady uh you nailed all the, all the issues the are having and one thing too though is Brady's throws like last night his throws were off. I mean he, he was 24 47, right? So he had 3 TDs, right? 326 yards, one interceptions, but his 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 a lot of his throws were off and and, you know, him, it, it's well documented, once things got, start going a little bit bad, he starts chirping on that southern to his teammates. And I, I understand passion. I understand, you know, guys want to win, guys fight and argue all the time in huddles and locker rooms and clubhouses, and I respect that. I get that. But, like, it's it's different. It's a one-way argument with this guy. You see it on a southern. He's he's cutting promos, as we call it in the wrestling business, yelling at people. And no one, no one's saying nothing back to him. These receivers are not saying anything back to him. The other thing too, I got to say, Moose, that I'm, I'm surprised. That bother you? Uh, it, it doesn't bother me. It just, it, it's a little bit like. Well, it should be a discussion that both guys I mean a two way argument or whatever you want to call it. it doesn't bother me as a, as a non Pats fan. I think it's great. I think it's funny. I laugh at it.
0: Well, I but, mean, you know, you don't think that's you don't think that's showing you know leadership. I mean, you know, you don't think Tom Brady, in, in terms of you know getting into it with his receivers, doesn't that show you you know his passion for the game? Uh, you know, if you sit there when they're struggling offensively, Taz, and he's not saying
1: anything. Wouldn't that wouldn't that be even more alarming? Well, he does that too. But the thing is, no. My point about him is that it. And again, this is my assumption. I'm not in the clubhouse or the locker room, so it's tough to even say what I'm about to say. But I'm going to say it just so you understand what I'm what I'm trying to tell you here. I <clears throat> I feel like Tom Brady. He he comes off over the years because he's hyped. He's great. He's proved it. First ballot Hall of Fame. All this stuff. There's a lot of entitlement there. And a lot of it is earned, but I feel like I get the vibe he's not the type of guy that's like, you know what, my bad, I messed that up. That was on me, not you. That's how I feel. Some of these throws that he's missing, guys, it's not all on his receivers. It's not all on the pass routes. His throws are off. He, you know, what about throws when defensive linemen are batting down balls? Will you blame him for that? Oh no, I I, <laughs> you know I, mean?
0: I look at it more of a case of Taz where there's miscommunication on routes where you saw it a little bit. You know, uh, I think was it with Sanu or was it with Dorset? I forget what receiver where Sanu. he asked him to go deep, um, and he, he he stopped his route and Brady threw where he thought he was going to go, yeah, and was there right, and right. was nobody there. Right, it was nobody there. I mean, I I think that's a case where Brady's trying to get everybody on the on the same page. I mean, I look at it as more a case of. You know, me personally, the way I read it, Taz. You know, yes, he's the greatest quarterback the sports ever seen. He's done a lot of winning. I look at it more of a case as kind of coach on the sideline as being leadership more so than anything else. It does not, you know, it does not bother me. But I, I'm not as bothered by the Patriots as as some. Well, you
1: know, I'm, as, I'm hypersensitive to anything no, they do, no, so I'm probably I, a bad guy to ask. No,
0: <laughs> I, no I get it, but you it know? doesn't. I, you know, I, that's the way I look at it with Brady because I, I, I think it's more a case of you're seeing, you know, the the passion on the sideline. You see with other players defensively as well. You see with some guys, you know, sometimes you've seen receivers go on rants on the sideline, you know, those things don't really necessarily bother me all that much because I think it's a very intense, highly emotional game. Oh, yeah, no, no, I'm not saying that, Musa. I know you're not. But I think there are people that read a little bit, not and not just you specifically, I Taz. I yeah. But I do think there are people that read into those things, saying, "Oh my God, that receiver's lost his right, mind." Right, right, right. No, I, I think you know, it's emotional.
1: No, not, and, you're and I'm you're with looking at an that. emotional game it's where explosive. guys they care. passion passion. Yeah, yeah, yeah and yeah. you've
0: got a, you've, you've got the energy pulsating through your veins. Right, it's intensity. You're laying your body on the line. You're going up. I think there's a lot that goes into what you have to do to get yourself to play at this level in the National Football League.
1: Yeah, I understand that. I just feel like I don't know. Again, it's probably part of being a Patriots hater. <laughs> I just feel like it's there's not a lot of my bads out of Tom Brady. That's, That's fair. my only point. And you know, there's also the bigger the football part of it is the offensive football part. The only receiver he seems to have a legitimate connection with is Edelman. I mean Gronkowski, Gronk being out of there, it, Gronk was a big, big uh, help for obviously for Brady for all those years. You know, you don't see La, 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 uh, Matt LaCrosse being involved as much as he as he could or should. He had one big play on a pass action, a play action yesterday that was a really good play, and I thought they would go back to and They didn't do that. He's he's big to White, the running back. He, he gets the ball to him on, on different you know scat routes and whatnot. But otherwise, yeah, Sanu, dude. I thought I thought Sanu. Um, being there for several weeks now would have had a good connectivity as far as catching footballs with Brady, and that connection, in my opinion, is not there. He had he was targeted five times what, with fourteen yards. He had three catches, Sunu. and
0: he had one bad drop.
1: He did. He did the fourth
0: and inches drop. Brady that was, hit him right big, in the hands. Yeah. So you got to you got to make that catch. You got to catch that ball. Sunu. You're
1: right. I forgot about that one. You know I did that, that's about that one. one. That's but a good you're point.
0: but you're right. He does not have. I, I thought not Sunu, a threat. No, right I thought Sanu would be a bigger playmaker than yeah. he has been. Yeah. Uh, in that Patriot offense. And we talked about the time. I remember that came down early in the morning. I think it broke when we were yeah, on the air yeah, that Mohamed yeah. Sanu was all of a sudden a Patriot. And, uh, you know, a draft pick was going to the Atlanta Falcons. Yeah. They've got issues because the Patriots always want to tell you, Taz, they'll find out what they are as a team. This season really doesn't begin until after Thanksgiving. Well, we saw the first game out of Thanksgiving for the New England Patriots, and it was not a good performance last night. Right. And I think you have to – and what I meant by seepage is this, Taz, is that I think over the years people were looking for this drastic drop-off, right, to where it was all of a sudden the Patriots were right. going to go from a championship-caliber team to kind of an uh, an eight-win team or a nine-win team. I got you, yep. And, and I, I never thought it was going to be that drastic. But I think what you're witnessing now – is basically a team that offensively doesn't have the sting or the punch that other teams have. They don't have a lot of solutions offensively. And as good as that defense is, if they're on the field a long time, I don't care how good your defense no, is. No, you're tired, They're going to get exposed. You're, and you're exhausted. They're not machines. Hard. They're not robots Very out hard. there. They're going to start to get worn down as the game does go along. And we all know how good that Patriot defense is, Taz. However, the offense needs to find something here. And I don't know if they have the solutions at the skill position pl- at, at skill position in order to find those solutions. I really don't nah. because they are, they're not looking good offensively. Last night's nah. game, I don't care what they did. They were down
1: 21-3, 28-9. No, I know, and, and you're right. We and that said Texans
0: defense is nothing to write home about. No, and
1: there's no J.J. Watt. There's no, there's no J.J. Watt. How many times has he sacked? I don't, I'm not looking at it. I mean, he was sacked. He had to be sacked at least, I don't know, three or three times, two, three times, something like that. But I mean, He was pressured a good amount, and there's no J.J. Watt on that defense. You know, this is not, you know, so they still were able to get things done. Um Three sacks. So there was three sacks. You were sacked three. Sacked times. on three occasions. Right. So, anyway, the thing is, there's no JJ Watt there. Um, I think this is why they wanted Antonio Brown on that team. The Texans they have 12 quarterback hits. Wow. Oh, that's, that's. They hit him 12 times. Oh, man. That's so nice to hear. But um, <laughs> I'm not kidding you. I'm one of those guys. Yeah, just, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hit, hit Brady. Um, yeah, so the thing is. Uh, I do think this is why the Pats wanted Antonio Brown in that team, why they were trying to get what's-his-name uh, um, uh, incorporated in that offensive more. Um, I, listen, And Gordon. Yeah, Gordon. Now he's go. gone, he's gone. And Sanu now trying to get that real offensive weapon. And I didn't hear it anywhere that eh, Brady's not Brady this year. I, like I said, we had Stinky on. And you were the first guy I heard talk, Schlereth. And you were the first guy I heard, and you brought that up to him. He disagreed with you. Now, everywhere, the past few weeks on TV, everybody's talking about how, well, the offense isn't like we thought with the Pats. And Brady's not. What it, and you were the first guy, I got to no, tell you, who test. hit that out here. Yeah. You were. And, and, and I, I, didn't, I didn't know at the time, I'm like, wow, I think maybe Moose is on to something here. You might be right, because I didn't think of it. Because you always just think about Tom Brady as being, like it's a foregone conclusion. He's just going to be great all the time. You know, And he's still, like me as a former Jet fan and a Bills fan, watching Brady just take a snap, I panic all the time. It's like my blood pressure goes up because I'm so used to seeing completions, completions, yeah. completions, and great offensive line play and no sack. It's not like that anymore. It's nice. I also think now, Moose, what's happening with this Patriots team, these defenses that they're playing against, okay, they're more and more confident against Brady. They feel like he lost a step. They feel, I feel like he's don't have that connectivity with these receivers. They know that Gronk's not there, and that's a massive plus for the opponent, that Gronk's not on the field. That's a, I'm telling you, these defenses are getting more and more confident against Brady, and it shows. Yeah,
0: I don't disagree with you, Taz. And, and we talked a lot about the number one seed in the AFC. Well, I'll be honest with you, the Patriots have got to take care of business at home as well because they're 10-2, and, and your Buffalo Bills are 9-3. And, you know, and I know everyone wants to say, well, I mean, the the Patriots aren't going to lose the AFC East. I get it. But mm-hmm. the Bills have got – you look at – they're sitting there at 9-3, and three, and that was a huge statement victory, and they've won three in a row, right? And I understand. The Bills have got the Ravens this week, <clears throat> then at Steelers, at New England, and then the Jets. That is a difficult road to close out the season for the Buffalo Bills. But never would have thought here going into week 14 of the NFL regular season – that the Bills would be within shouting distance.
1: I know. That you could
0: have a conversation. It might be, you might say, well, it's a long shot. That's fine. And you might think that, you know, the Bills are going to lose to the Baltimore Ravens this week and and be 9-4, and four. and that's fine. But they are in a position, as Sean McDermott and his staff wake up here on this Monday morning, as they get set to take on the Baltimore Ravens, Taz, they have they have an opportunity in front of them here if they're able to rip off a, a tremendous winning streak and say beat Baltimore and Pittsburgh and New England and the Jets and and make it seven straight victories to close out the year they've got the opportunity potentially of winning the AFC East that's right and and I and I never thought I, I don't think it's gonna happen I'll tell you be honest with you I know you're a bills fan but you can have that conversation
1: I and I I I basically predicted that. I thought that. I still think there's a chance it'll happen. I do because I think the Pats are going to have a hard time with the Chiefs. Okay, uh, the Bills. This victory in Dallas was a big victory on the road. That was a big victory for the team, and I follow the team obviously heavily because I'm a fan of the team. But Moose, if you remember, you know, and you pointed it out when we broke down the Patriots Bills game when the Pats won the game 16 to 10, you know, weeks back. Okay, when the Pats stayed undefeated, you remember. Josh Allen, okay. Barkley came in that game. Yep, and you pointed that out, and 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 Barkley. Was I in think that you game. win that game of Allen it doesn't get concussed. Yeah, right. Exactly. And and, and that was a big a big moment there. Frank Gore ran the ball like crazy. He had over 100 yards rushing the ball. Okay, Singletary wasn't even healthy to to play. I don't think he. I'm trying to remember. If he, I don't think he played in that game. He was not hurt. The other running back was tremendous for the Bills. So, I think when the Pats and the Bills face each other again. It's going to be a little bit of a different game. I don't just disagree with you. you. I don't, yeah. you
0: know, Taz. I, I don't disagree with you, and I think it, it comes down to I'll believe in Buffalo if they beat Baltimore this weekend. I know if they beat that's Baltimore. Uh, no, that's I know, I know it's going to be a tough game, but that's going to be a hell of a game. I know. Uh, I hope to, it is, dude. I'm worried, man. Nine and three man. Bills, ten and two bill, ten and two Ravens. Up there in Orchard Park, I mean Bills Mafia, you want to talk about going crazy. Oh, I be mean ripe. they are going to be, be ripe. Uh they are going to be berserk this weekend be up bad. there in Buffalo. Imagine you throw a little snow into the equation as well. I mean it would be it's going to be some scene up there in Orchard Park, but yeah. If they beat the Ravens this weekend, game on.
1: Yeah, I know. I mean, game I on
0: because I could see the Chiefs beating the Patriots this weekend. Then all of a sudden, you're looking at two teams that are ten and three with three games to go, and the Bills are taking on the Patriots up there in Foxborough Week 16, dude. Uh, then you got an opportunity.
1: Then, yeah, you got a chance. You I, got an opportunity here. I don't know, man. I'm just like I said. I'm, this Ravens Bills game, even though it, the Bills are home, my concern is is the the, the rush defense for Buffalo. And dealing with Ingram and dealing with I L.J. Allen's gonna, gonna have to have himself a game. He's got to play good. He's got to play well. And that's a good defense. That Ravens defense is no joke. So it's gonna be a good game. But, I, I just hope the Bills keep it a good but game. Think
0: about this. Imagine if the Patriots are playing Wild Card Weekend. Oh God! Just, I mean, think about that. Yeah. Think about what Man. could happen here in the last month, five weeks of the regular, you know, after what happened yesterday, last four weeks of the NFL regular season, the Patriots could go in commanding position to be in the number one seed in the AFC potentially here. Yeah, to then maybe losing the division and playing wild card weekend. You don't. You, let me. That's s- a possibility. I'm not saying it's going to happen, right. But that's a possibility.
1: Let me side note, Jones, you for a second. You know the Bills. You know the line in that Ravens Bills game. Don't look. Do you know off top yet? Uh,
0: I would say uh, Ravens uh, lay in two and a half.
1: No. Bills, Home Dog Jones, 5.5, as you call it. Five and a half. Five and a half. Ooh. Ravens lay in 5.5. Look at that. There you go. Bills, you
0: Bills plus Bills 5.5 at home. That's a good play.
1: Yeah, your eyes opened that is, up. That
0: is a good play. <laughs> no, I'll be honest with you. That's a good uh, play. 5.5 yeah. getting you know, more than a field goal.
1: That could change as the week goes on, right? That's, yeah, yeah, yeah. That could that,
0: drop. That could, that could adjust, yes. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. yeah. You saw a lot of lines adjust yesterday as they the games got closer. Yeah. Uh, they always adjust the betting lines based on the action that they're getting in that game. Um, 5.5, Moose. There you have it. So, yes, it's Taz (laughs) 5.5. The Steelers get a little revenge with a rookie at quarterback. We'll touch upon that next. It's Taz and the Moose here on this Monday morning, CBS Sports Radio.
2: Give Taz and the Moose a call.
0: 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4227. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. It's Taz and the oh, Moose on man. CBS Sports Radio. Uh, it certainly is.
1: It's tough. It's tough. It's tough. I, it's tough. Woke up this morning Blow my nose. You always blowing your nose. I um, had like all... It's like a lot right. of burning in my nasal... Nostrils. Yeah. My upper, upper nasal respiratory area. Ugh. I don't know if it's like this, but I have like my feel sinuses. Sickness coming up? Well, my sinuses are not great. That's the. I, I this time of year, my sinuses usually affect me.
0: Yeah, I, I think maybe I have allergies. I don't know what it is. I, I, Could know, be. I'm over the cold. Will uh, Dayquil Extreme help me with that? All right, they were fantastic. Is that a thing, Dayquil Extreme? It, it is. Wow, sounds. good. Really rough. It is Day extreme. Extreme. And as vic- <laughs> Any
1: medicine, the word extreme it is yeah. a little and and if you fix- take it, lay it, down in a dark room and it don't is move it.
0: fix a part of it too, so it helps out the chest a little bit too. You feel it. Yeah.
1: Get- yes. I might need that. Cause I'm I, feeling a little I was bit uh, of. How that? Yeah. Like
0: nobody's business. Wow. To get myself,
1: get myself ready. You can't drink it like it's orange juice, Moose. I mean, you can't just stop pounding it like it's like. Well,
0: a- I wasn't t- I, within within discretion, within the the rules, the directions. I hear you. You got to always follow the rules, right?
1: Yeah. Well, yeah,
0: Sunday yeah. it's another NFL and CBS doubleheader. First, Baltimore's MVP candidate Lamar Jackson takes his show on the road to Buffalo, followed by a rematch of last year's AFC Championship game when the Patriots welcome in the Chiefs up there to Foxboro. It all starts with the NFL today at noon Eastern, nine Pacific, only on CBS.
1: Wow, look who
2: just walked in!
1: Wow. Yes, Andrew Bogus. Hello, Andrew. Here. Thanks
2: for coming from me, guys. I appreciate for it. For his latest yes. sports yes. update. Yes. Wow, it's great to see you, man. It's great to see you again. What I'm are you? Andrew Bogish. How you feeling? It means a lot coming from you. I'm good.
1: What are we done with good. Weird Al? Yeah, we can't killed ben him. Ended. We what officially what happened dead? with Weird Al? It sucks. Slowly it's played out. out okay? you know, Moose says it, and it just yep, happens. Yeah, that Pete was searching for it. I looked across the room. Quarterback calls for a play, and it's QB one. done. QB1. done. QB1. What's going on, Andrew? It's, hey, a, Moose. it's a dead bit. It's a dead no, bit. No, it's not. Yes, it is. It's a dead bit. We we ran it. We drove was it ever alive, it. really, is the question? No, it was it for was, a little okay. while, yeah. for at least the first, I don't know, eight months. <laughs> yeah. And then it became to a point where it's like we kind of drug it through the mud it's part of like, you know, you want to be careful of the hamster wheel feel. Ooh. That's not good creatively. And that's what happens when you do that every day. <laughs> you got to right, change it up. Okay. I'm were just you, being were, honest. I got you. I'm just trying to help. That's all I'm trying. So a new that's Weird al song tomorrow.
2: <laughs> yeah. No. Eat it. Amish no. paradise. There paradise. it is. There you go. Close wow. enough. Uh, guys, it has only happened five times in NFL history. The last two times it's happened, it's been against the Patriots. First and
0: goal from the six. Watson of the gun with Duke Johnson to his right. Deshaun. Hands off to Johnson, now to hop right side, who flips the ball to Watson, diving for the pylon, and he's got it! Razzle-dazzle! Touchdown, Houston!
2: Mark Vandermeer on Texans Radio, Deshaun Watson, three touchdown passes, one receiving. Nick Foles had that combo against the Pats in Super Bowl Fifty Two. Watson's efforts led to a 28-22 Texans win on Sunday Night Football. Three touchdown passes as well from Tom Brady, but his team drops to 10-2, giving up the number one seed for now to the Ravens, who dropped the Niners 2017 on Justin Tucker's 49-yard field goal as time expired. Brandon McManus hit from 53 as time ran out to drag the Broncos past the Chargers 23-20. LA tied the game just 14 seconds earlier, but a pass interference call put Denver in field goal range. The Texans, not the only team that got tricky yesterday.
0: They're going to fake this thing. The Dolphins have players spread all over the field. Five to the left, four to the right. They it. throw it. a touchdown. Unbelievable.
2: Jimmy Cephalo and friends on Dolphins Radio. Uh, that was Miami punter Matt Hawk throwing a TD to kicker Jason Sanders. Oh, it was fantastic. Instead of kicking a short field goal. Crazy play. Crazy play. I love the design of it. You've seen it before where teams yeah. do that
0: initially, and then they come back and, right. and sprint back into the regular you know, PAT attempt or field goal attempt. Um, and, um, and then you saw it and you see it more in college than in the NFL, but, uh, you saw it last, yesterday afternoon, they ran it and it was a great flick. I mean, the, 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 uh, the place kicker, the, the punter, his flick to be able to get it through two defenders yeah. uh, uh, with his right hand, the toss. Yep. I mean, that's difficult to do with the pressure on. That was a great, yeah, that was
1: fantastic. Like, uh, like, a, for those that didn't say, it was like an option, like a quarterback would option a ball. Correct. And yes. the way you do that, by the way, I'm
2: actually pretty good at that. Your thumb, your bottom thumb. Let's, let's
1: give me that football behind you. Sorry. Hold on a minute.
2: You, yeah. Uh, you can't touch. Don't do it. Don't. Alarm's are gonna go off. No! Yeah. Oh, Tiki just found out you touched well, the ball. I got
1: the, I got the dead hand too. after yeah. Surgery on the hand. Yes. This right. Ball don't have a lot of air. This is like a Tom Brady ball. Look how much air is that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yes. It's all deflated. Slipping out of my hand. Maybe Mike Mike is gonna come in the studio. He'll catch it. You know, I'm a little nervous. Pressure's on because I know Moose don't believe in me because he doesn't understand my abilities. Right. Uh, tossing uh, oh, of the football. Oh, Owen. The Yeah. Now, my, now I had surgery on his hand. Come to the ball, please, sir. So, again, I'll try and get the lights are in the way here. So, watch the bottom thumb. This is my high school. We had an a option quarterback. He was tremendous. So I was a lineman, but I used to mess around him before practice. Yeah. Who's I the can't. mic here, Owen? Uh, the oh, mic. Yeah. Andrew's the mic. Thanks. See it? Oh yeah. See it again? I don't. Yeah. Again, had surgery yeah. on the hand. Phen- right.
0: Phenomenal toss of the football. Yeah,
1: but no. But that's the hit. The, the rotation is, watch the is perfect. Left. This. Yes. out. Yeah. Thumb out.
2: No, I'm familiar. <laughs> no, I'm familiar. Hey, Mike is
1: pitching it like it's like a it He's it out, I mean, it yeah, soft. He's not listening. i just drop soft into Mike's hands. I don't have the velocity I used to have. I don't
2: have the velocity I used to have. But that's good for Mike's sake. Well, well done.
1: You guys are welcome
2: for that loop, Thank you, Taz. Nice,
0: tutu- nice tutorial. That's Thank how I played the EC guy yesterday. I
2: well don't have cash, yeah but I got a football lesson for you. In I can do it all, basically. You guys, right. I'm a pro
1: athlete. Let's be honest. Football. At least he gave us a tip on the football. I did. Like, oh, That was nice. I got it.
2: <laughs> um,
1: I might be the only one who got that. Got
2: <laughs> Miami won that game, by the way, yesterday. 37-31 over the Eagles, who had led 28-14. The Steelers won their rematch with the Browns 2013. No one using... Any piece of equipment to assault an opponent in that one. The Packers, a 31-13 win in the snow at the Giants. Four TD passes from Aaron Rodgers. And the Bucks a 28 Pete, oh, win in Jacksonville. <laughs> Can I give him a rundown? A rubdown, I should say. Uh, that's Nick Foles, benched at halftime in that one after three turnovers. Gardner Minshew came in through one touchdown, but could not lead a comeback. Vikings, wide out Adam Thielen. Out again with his hamstring injury. Minnesota in Seattle for Monday night football. The Utah Jazz found themselves down 77-37. That halftime last night in Toronto. Head coach, Quinn Snyder. We were awful. Yep, 40 points is the largest halftime deficit in team history. The eighth biggest ever in NBA history. The Jazz wound up losing 131 110 to those Raptors. The Clippers put a hurting on the Wizards 150-125. After the Mavs snapped the Lakers' 10-game win streak, 114-100, both those games at Staples Center yesterday. Rutgers and Greg Shiano reuniting after all. It's a reported eight-year deal worth $4.7 million annually. On the flip side, Ole Miss has fired Matt Luke, Charlie Strong out at South Florida, And BC let Steve Adazio go after seven seasons. Meanwhile, QB Felipe Felipe Franks is leaving Florida. He'll either enter the NFL draft or transfer. Franks suffered a season-ending ankle injury back in week three. Guys? All right. All right. Uh, Thank
0: you, Andrew. Job well done. There you have it.
2: Appreciate it. Hey, thanks. It was great seeing you. It was oh, great. great. And you as well. um, you know, you can. And thanks again for that tutorial. Yeah. yeah when you go to the newsroom, you
1: could tell actually, you could tell Boomer. I probably do it better than Boomer because he wasn't an option guy. Right. And Boomer Assize was an NFL quarterback and stuff. He was pretty good. And I probably actually do the MVP. option pitch, MVP. I probably do the pitch better than him. This is Boomer so there's a good So if you bump into Boomer, you could tell him that, wow. I didn't realize how well Taz could be as an option quarterback. His hands are very soft. Soft hands, mm. kind of like a Derek Jeter type. Soft hands, you know what I mean? I, yeah.
2: I was going to make that comparison on my own. Thing. Yeah,
1: glad yeah. you confirmed exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah. Yes, kinda like like a Jose Reyes in his prime, that type thing. little you know more
2: I mean? Vizquel, maybe? Yeah, oh, uh, wow. Vizquel would yeah. Be
1: probably be yeah. probably the best, yes. right? Yeah, uh,
0: Taz, there's nothing
1: you can't do in life. <laughs> well, from a physical perspective, there really isn't. Yeah, Except, right. Except fix a furnace. Right. Yeah. Or a tip somebody properly oh, when come on, they come please. over on Thanksgiving. No, no. Come on
0: now, please. Well, if we've, Pete's we've listening, he's be, he's Well, we've be established upset, that please. already.
1: No, no, that was a mistake. I'll take that. That was you. a mistake. You're, you'll admit that was I, I've gotten the guy go a lot of work.
0: Admit please. it was a mistake. A lot of work. A lot of work. That no, well, was a mistake? Slightly, but you know, okay, you, you, you. you're you're
1: going to pick holes in anything you could find I'm and make. i No, what do you mean? Been yeah, it was a hell of an
0: option pass to Beseglia through nice the catch. studio.
1: Nice, nice
0: catch. Good catch by Mike. You dropped one think. of them. No, I was three for three. Not Did true. he drop one? No, I, I was three for three. Oh,
1: I, I'm not kidding. I well, used if you to can't have
0: catch that, Mike. Yeah, there'd be problems. I, I mean, would play agree basketball with that. every week. That's fair point. I mean, honestly, I used to have a lot. Still Getting the facts right, caught all three.
1: That's it. That's it. I used to have a lot of velocity in the pitch. But I had surgery. I don't know if I mentioned it. I had surgery on the hand, the thumb. Well, you
0: can't have. Uh, there's certain. You know, there's. You, you can't have tremendous velocity every single time. It's a, more I used of a to. touch and a feel.
1: No, but Moose, I used to be able to. I used to do that all the time, like just playing around, like mm. that. I take a football and I. I was the option guy. Yeah. But I had surgery. If I ever mentioned on my thumb, I had surgery. Wait, right? you had surgery? Yeah, yeah. On my thumb, I had like I had a like a top couple tunnel Jones. And um and so I don't have the same foomph with it, you know what I mean? I, gotcha. That same power I used to have, but you notice the end over end. I That's, you yes. know, We can't. We don't have video. They don't. They don't want to. They're not ever giving us video here ever. So uh, you know, you people can't see it, but Moose got to witness the whole thing. Yes,
0: it was a tremendous pitch. Pete had it.
1: Look, uh, scintillating. Yeah. Thank you. I think we could all pitch a football. Thank you. Well, no. get get Mike. Come on in. Hold on. Uh, I can't. Hold on. You're Hold right. No. I, oh no. Come on in. Come on. There you go, Moose. God. What? Pitch it," You said. "You think we could all pitch a football? I can't. In, I right. can admit I can't. End over end. I want to see you do the option like that. I can't I said, do it. Come on in, Mike. Come no. on in. I can't you know, do it. He just said it. He said no, we all, all can pitch a football. But I'm telling you, I can't Let's do it. it. I think we could all pitch a football. No, it's different. Pitching a football like this. Look at me. It's different than doing an option. I understand. Oh, that wasn't bad. That wasn't that bad. Was, that was pretty good. That was. A good good. 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 But you got see, but extend more.
0: I got you. And you'll be on point. I'm not going to extend.
1: we we close. Oh, easy. There you go. Gonna... You're going to hurt me.
0: That was a nice pitch between you and I. We, okay. Uh, we, preview, can continue preview of we the can music going to go on the break. <laughs> get to, and then we That's fade new out. the thing. We're we going to preview. The fade up, the fade <laughs> down, <laughs> like and the fade back up. Off. We're revolutionizing radio here on this Monday morning. That would be. That's it.
1: Extend uh, out with the hand, Bruce. We'll Come Some back. Extend out. out. We'll do
0: a little uh, college football. Oh. Alabama takes another big fat L, as they will not be part of the college football playoffs. We'll get into that. The unbelievable Iron Bowl. The unbelievable performance by Ohio State in Ann Arbor against the Michigan Wolverines. The lame presser by Jim Harbaugh afterward. All that locale football throw into the equation next. Taz Moose, CBS Sports Radio. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. All right, it is Taz and the Moose with you and uh, on this Monday morning, CBS Sports Radio's toll-free line of 855-212-4227 brought to you by Geico. Great news. Quick way you can save money. Switch to Geico. Go to geico.com and in 15 minutes you can save 15% or more on your your, um, car insurance. A little college football they get a little tongue-tied there. Has a, an unbelievable iron bowl it really was uh a, a number of storylines as auburn at home on the plains down there uh you know at auburn uh, they come away with the 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 48-45 victory <clears throat> over alabama what an unbelievable game
1: it was a great game i i, I watched every second of it. i loved it tweeted about it during it man i it really was. Uh, Mac Jones, uh, he had over three hundred thirty yards, uh, throwing four touchdowns. Uh next, this kid Nick's, uh, he played excellent. Not as many yards and stuff, but I mean, he was on point. He was, he, you know, he, he played pretty good. I like him. I think he's good. And Najee Harris is as advertised, running the ball for Alabama. But yeah, I am Jones, man. Uh, Auburn gets the gigantic victory, 48-45, like you said. But what a game! It was a blast. How about did you get a chance? Did you watch that? I did have it. Yeah, yeah. While well,
0: I was doing the, I was doing Rutgers and Penn State, but we had it up on in the studio. Okay, yeah. I so figured, yeah. Uh, you fun. know, we we had that on. We were you know, kind of a uh, computer had the Rutgers game on, and TV had Alabama and Auburn on the television set. Taz, uh, as we were watching the game, how about the shivers run? uh where yeah. uh, you know Alabama you know is a uh, defensive back his, his helmet comes flying off on that 11 yard oh, touchdown Drilled run him. which yeah. was uh, which was amazing when you look at it uh and tremendous uh, it was just a back and forth kind of a football game where you know, that that one stretch in like the final four or five minutes of the first half Taz where you had basically four touchdowns being scored. I mean it was crazy. It was, nuts. It was crazy. It was, that second quarter
1: was just like was insane. points galore. It was insane. <laughs> Alabama scored twenty eight in the second quarter and Auburn scored twenty in the second quarter. Yeah, it was wild.
0: Well, you had that you had that unbelievable you know, you had that unbelievable stretch there at the end of that second quarter, right? In the final five minutes and twenty two seconds, right? You had the Waddle 98-yard kick return for a touchdown. Well, yep. think about this, right? You had the pick six. Yeah. Then right after that, the Waddle 98-yard kick return for a touchdown, right? Then you had the, the touchdown pass from, uh, from Jones to Ruggs uh, from uh, three yards out. Then you had the 14-yard touchdown pass by Bo Nix. 33 seconds to go. You had the 58-yard pass from Mac Jones to Waddle. And then it, with no time left in regulation, he had the Carlson, who, Anders Carlson, who basically could kick for about 12 pro teams right now with <laughs> a 52-yard field goal. That game went from 17-10 at the 536 mark after the Auburn touchdown of the second quarter now to 31-27 in the final five minutes and 22 seconds. Think about That's insane the Isn't amount of crazy. points that got
1: put up. No, it really is. And by the way, that kid Waddle, Jalen Waddle, the wide receiver wow he really uh man it was he played great he played great and he's not one of the more hyped guys on the Alabama team as you know he's no. not one of the hyped guys man <laughs> but he really you know uh, all three receivers are pros though Oh, yeah Judy uh what's his name what was it uh, was the other guy Smith or Rugs yeah Rugs Rugs right. and, and Waddle yeah i mean they, but the kid Waddle really really stepped up big time with 3 TDs he was just impressive as all heck man but oh, what a game! What a game! And and congrats to the Tigers, man! War Eagle Jones. I mean, to get that big victory, that that was huge uh, at home there. Huge, huge game.
0: Oh, it was! Uh, it was really it was unbelievable, Taz. And that loss takes Alabama out of consideration here for the playoffs for the first time. Um, which is amazing when you think about it. The consistent brilliance of Nick Saban and that team. But we realized, I mean, you point out the fact they didn't really play all that many, you know, the, their schedule was not all that difficult that this year. You no, know, they had two difficult games this year. They lost both of them. Right. Auburn on the road, LSU at home, and they lost both of those games and finished the year 10-2. And they're playing with their backup quarterback as well. And we talked about as well, remember during the spring, we talked about some of the defensive uh, injuries that they suffered too. The defense was nowhere near no. what we expect from a Nick Saban-led defense. But... Now you're going to have you know an opportunity here where it's not going to be Alabama and Clemson, uh, you know, for a national championship once again. And I think that's kind of refreshing for college football. I think they I, need I this it
1: it. too. No, I I I think it is too. I mean it, 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 it it's it's needed. It's needed. I mean, look uh, look, we don't college football soars every year, no doubt. But it's kind of like when you think of the Alabama Crimson Tide and what they've done in college football and their legacy and their success and Saban, it's. It, it feels similar to the Patriots with Belichick, obviously, and their friends, Belichick, and, and, you know, in the NFL. It's that same type of, you know what I mean, that same type feel. And it seems like things definitely with Alabama, they're out, as you said. I mean, there's no doubt. I mean, they're done. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's, it's I think teams are starting to figure it out. They're starting to figure out how, how to, to topple a giant. And, and there wasn't much defense in that game in general but Alabama with a with a defensive guru mind like Saban wasn't it wasn't that good defensively. I will say though, the defensive line for for the Tigers, excellent. That kid Derek Brown is unbelievable. Okay. Big giant kid, six five, six six. He's fast as heck, over three hundred pounds. He is a beast. Um, tremendous, tremendous player. They got really good defensive line. But there wasn't a ton of defense in the game, but You know, uh, uh, and you would think with a Nick Saban defense, but you said they were banged up, you know, it it wouldn't have went that way. But things are changing. Things are changing. and and, You know, things are changing in in the football world.
0: You know, and and Clemson certainly has that opportunity, and they kind of stamped themselves as the program after their dominant victory last year in the national championship game, Taz. But they're going to have yet another opportunity here. The Tigers will uh, to continue to separate themselves from Alabama should they want to get another national championship this year. Yeah, yeah, no, I know, I know, uh, it's true. And Dabo Sweeney is basically the preeminent coach
1: in college football. He's he got that opportunity. He is, and he's our friend here yes, on this he's show. he's joined our program. He's our friend, he's my friend, he's your friend, and I love Dabo. But now it gets down
0: to the question here, Taz, of, you know, who do you put in, right, who you know when you look at the rankings right now, and we'll get the the latest and greatest, and we've got one more edition of the college football ranking, or two more editions, I should say. You know, one coming your way Tuesday night, and then one after, obviously, right. all the conference championship games. But you know, you've got, you know, Georgia's got basically a playing game.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Right? Yep.
0: Georgia beats LSU. Georgia's going right. LSU then would not fall out of the top four. LSU's going to go. Right. Ohio State, should they beat Wisconsin, even if they should uh, lose to Ohio Wisconsin. State's Ohio phenomenal. State's going and They're Clemson phenomenal. is going.
1: And Clemson's going. Ohio right. State is the yeah. So
0: yeah. if we go on the argument that LSU beats Georgia. LSU beats Georgia in the SEC championship game. Right. Right. Now you come down to Utah or Oklahoma. Who am I putting in? For that fourth spot. Because then Georgia's out with a second loss. Utah or Oklahoma. Going on the idea that Oklahoma beats Baylor. And Utah wins the Pac-12. Mm-hmm. So if we go on the idea that both of those two teams went out, who are you putting in? Oklahoma or Utah?
1: Utah. I mean, I'm putting you. I, mean, I know they beat up on Colorado. Colorado's not exactly, uh, you know, uh, a great, great program at the time. I know that they beat them up 45-15. It was the it was uh, it was big game on ABC. A lot of people got to see the game, you know, and and got to see this. Ranked six, Utah Youth Program, and they're sitting at eleven and one right now. They are, and the first quarter they were quiet in that game, and then they woke up and they just started scoring and scoring and scoring. They are high powered, high powered machine of scoring. I don't care if it's Pack twelve, Pack twenty, Pack thirty. I know people scoffing that. Well, it's not the SEC. Oh, it's not the Big Ten. I don't care. I'm telling you right now, that quarterback is a good player. A Moss is a good running back for them. Um. Uh. They just they they work cohesively as a unit tremendously. I I like Utah and I know Hertz is great with the Sooners and I Sooners are loaded with talent. I know that. And just on the eye test on the the sexy name, Oklahoma's got the bigger college football name than Utah it does. They do. You know. But me, I put Utah in. All How right. about you?
0: Oh well. Let me ask you this. Yeah. Well, let me. Uh, Utah's out of conference schedule. BYU. Right. Northern Illinois and Idaho State. Okay, all right. Those are their three out of conference games. Now you want well, at to draw least they up. won all three. They did. <laughs> now, now Oklahoma's out of conference games are Houston, South Dakota, and UCLA. Right. Well, and UCLA obviously didn't. Was not particularly no. no. Was not good this year at no, all. No, no, no. So those are their three out of conference before you no. get into the Big Twelve schedule. Now they've had more top twenty victories. I think Oklahoma has. It is the Big Twelve. I think they're a little bit more well respected of right. a conference no, as I compared agree. to the Pac twelve. Totally. Yeah. Um, you mentioned name recognition as well. Oklahoma over Utah, uh, too. Um, now I don't disagree. I, you know, I have a I have a hard time separating both of them. I don't trust Oklahoma's defense. I think Utah's probably a little bit more of a well-rounded football team. I don't know how explosive Utah is offensively. Defensively, I think
1: they're better than Oklahoma.
0: I I you know. I you know, who do I think gets in right now if you're asking me? I think probably Oklahoma gets in.
1: Yeah. I think just on yeah, what you say and, about those out of conference games? Well, is it's, probably... they're
0: not even that. I mean, it, it's not even that great of a difference between the two. I just think maybe the Big Twelve over the Pac twelve. I'm not that. Necessarily... So what did we
1: say? We said Ohio. No particular. We said Ohio State, LSU, Clemson for sure. Right.
0: I think they're in, yeah. Right, yeah. Aren't they? I mean, they're yeah. the top three
1: teams. But in the so when you're and saying then, if LSU beats well, Georgia, if
0: LSU beats if Georgia beats LSU, then Utah, yeah, then Georgia's in. Then Utah and and Oklahoma aren't even part of the equation. I'm going on the idea that LSU beats Georgia in the SEC championship game, mm. and Georgia suffered a rash of injuries this past week you know, in their daylight victory over, what, Georgia Tech? Georgia Tech, So yeah. if I go on the idea LSU wins that game, then that opens it up to Utah, who has to beat Oregon, and Oklahoma has got to beat Matt Rule and Baylor. Mm. I mean, Oklahoma has got to beat Matt Rule and Baylor.
1: Right, right, right. Um, yeah. Well, Georgia had a statement win, right? I'm just thinking here. They they beat the Daylights out of Georgia Tech, which isn't saying much. Ohio State, they're locked in, obviously, and they – I thought it would be more of a game with Michigan, uh, you know, and they were playing in Michigan. They beat up Michigan. They beat well, them up. Well, and
0: you've got now issues beat with the Wolverines. Up. I mean, you look at Jim Harbaugh now. I mean, he's 0-5 against the Ohio State test. Yeah. It's not even close.
1: Might be. Thanks uh, for coming for him.
0: I mean, I think it's the first time in their rivalry that Ohio State has scored more than 50-plus 50 po- 50 points in back-to-back games
1: Crazy. against Michigan.
0: That's I crazy. mean, 56-27 tests. and that game was close. In the first half, that looked like Michigan was going to give Ohio State all yeah. they
1: could handle. Ohio State figured out. It's funny. I was watching the pregame. You know, I'm obsessed with the pregames. Yep. And, um, and uh, what's the name? Urban Meyer was on the pregame thing. I think Fox, I think he's with. Yeah, yeah. And him, Reggie Bush-Jones. That's not his real name. But Matt you know, Leinert. Matt Leinert's there. The, US, the USC contingent, they were all there. And uh, what happens is uh, they're all giving their predictions, and mostly everybody there on the panel, I believe, picked Ohio State to win the game. And the only one who broke it down the right way, and he was right, was—and no shocker, because you know he knows everybody. He recruited all those kids in that team. Was Urban Meyer? He said Ohio State uh, pulls away after halftime and and wins the game convincingly. Right here, well, he in, nailed uh, in it. Auburn. He nailed it, yeah. <laughs> he kind of knew exactly what was going to happen. That's exactly what happened. That's <laughs> exactly what happened. That's exactly so, what happened. Yeah. So yeah, but um. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it, it it's going to be interesting to see uh, when these, when the thing comes out. Uh, I mean, I'm sorry, how's it evolves here with these all these different conference championships and whatnot. Uh, being that Alabama is outski, uh, it's crazy. Um, I was hoping weeks back that we'd see like a Minnesota maybe open up eyes. That's not happening now uh, because they have that loss. Well,
0: let me ask you this: Who do you think gives say if it's stay the rankings stay the way they are? Yeah, right. And we're talking about number four taking out LSU number one, right, or Ohio State one, right? Say, Who do you think gives Ohio State the bigger challenge, Oklahoma or Utah? Say Ohio uh, State's number one or LSU. Who do you, who do you think gets, gives that one of
1: those two programs the bigger challenge, Oklahoma I, or Utah? I don't know why my in, my first instinct is to say Oklahoma. I don't okay. know. Is it Hurts? I, I think Hurts, yeah. Uh, but yet, I, like you said, I agree with you on the statement of that the more complete program um, is Utah comparing them to Oklahoma, I should say. If you're comparing those two, it's definitely, you know. They're more complete. But, yeah, I would say because it hurts.
0: Speaking of, you love those pregames. That Fox pregame that you're watching got better ratings this week than ESPN's. Wow, look at that.
1: Kirk Kirksey's probably pissed kicking over a speaker somewhere. Yeah,
0: got higher, got more viewers than ESPN's pregame. Wow. I'm talking about 11 to noon now. How's the CBS
1: here? one doing?
0: Uh, uh, it's Taz in the with you. Come back to three. CBS Sports Radio.